So, as you guys know, I've been doing interviews with players all over the planet, all over the world, and even some locally. Um, I wanted to sprinkle in a new twist to the interview series called What Brought Us Together. Um, we've, we can all safely assume, regardless of where we're from, um, or where we play, what style we play, dodgeball has given us a sense of belonging, great friendships, and in some cases, even blessed us with love. So... In this interview series, uh, what brought us together, um, it's going to add to a new twist to the interviews in that I'll be interviewing couples who either met because of dodgeball or started their journey together and pretty much tell, tell their story in a shared format. So before you guys listen to this episode, I want to thank Holly and Grim for being my first guests and... I'll definitely look to sprinkle more guests like these in the near future. Take a listen. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. everyone how you doing and i have a little twist to this uh, interview series uh where i interview two people um who happen to be together um sergio from the dodgeball podcast and here with me i have hi i'm holly i play for the granite city gorillas and the scottish highlanders and i'm graham rothney i also play for the granite city gorillas and the scottish highlanders as well so I met these two people last year at the British Open, which I'm sure people have probably heard to death uh, how much I enjoyed the trip. But <laughs> I happened to be placed on a team where I got to share uh, good times with these guys and um, figured, you know what, in this interview series where I wanted to debut what I call what brought us together, I figure why not bring these two people together and share their stories and individually. And <laughs> all right. And um I wanted to share these uh, people's stories and how they met and, you know, go from there. These two have a long history and a shared Twitch channel that we will talk about in a minute. So before we get into all that, because probably a long-winded intro, I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, let's talk about your dodgeball origins. Uh, actually, no, forget that. Let's talk about uh, what your jersey numbers are and why you selected it. So we'll start with uh, Holly. Uh, so I am number 82, and I originally wanted number 28, but someone had sniped it before I got in and just went for 82, just reversed it. <laughs> really not that exciting. <laughs> and Grim? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my number is 69. <laughs> and I mean... Obvious reason. No, well, to be fair, it was just like I wasn't when I when I first chose the number. This is obviously my GCG number. Um, I was like, you know what I mean. This is when I was still like kind of knew everything. I was like, oh, I'll just do it for a laugh, sort of thing. If because like you never see anyone with a sixty-nine number, so I just picked it. And then, um, then you grew up a little bit. Then I grew for Highlanders. up. And then for Highlanders, I chose a more sensible number, being thirty-three. So for for your nation, you pl you picked uh, what number? Thirty-three. Uh, Thirty-three. Yeah. And for you, Holly, uh, was it the same for yeah, uh, Scotland? Yeah, I just play as eighty-two for everything. 
<laughs> so you grew up a bit, and <laughs> when you represent your country, you're a little more mature. A little, a little bit more mature when I represent the country, exactly. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, we try to keep it PG here, but, you know, yeah. people are going to get it. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, yeah, we're just going to have fun with it, and we're, we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> I do remember you being, like, the jokester in the group, so uh, I will say this was definitely yeah. on par, on brand with you and definitely. the whole group, but you're definitely the, the main jokester that I can recall. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk, with, we'll talk about your uh, dodgeball origin. So starting with you, Grim. Um, how did you find out about dodgeball? What made you join? How was your first experience like with uh, um, was it GCG your first club or was um, it like a UD club? So I just randomly seen a post. I think it was like like for a friend for a friend like shared it on Facebook. You know, mine. This is like back in two thousand sixteen, and um, I kind of seen it. And I was like, what is this? This surely this can't be real, sort of thing. You know what I mean? and then I seen it and I kind of shared it I was like did I want to go you know what I mean because I was I'm up again kind of shy when I was younger so I was like oh, maybe I you know I don't want to go just because I'd be like brand new at the thing and you know what I mean I kind of left it for a couple of weeks and then just one day I was like you know what I just need to do something so I just went and yeah as soon as I went like the first night I just knew I was going to stick to this yeah so um that was a, a GCG uh, just like a Monday night training uh, training night so that was my first time going and then I actually didn't join GCG to, to start with I uh, the first team I ever played on was Amigos they were called which was just like a, a team kind of made up for the first league that um, was kind of in well I don't know if it was the first league in Scotland but it was the first league that I I, I played in and um, yeah I kind of yeah again just kind of randomly came across it which is uh, pretty funny to, th to, th to think, actually. So. <laughs> and what about you, Holly? Um, so I just come back from uni, and I used to dance before playing dodgeball, so I was dancing. Um, and then a friend said, oh, you should really try dodgeball. I think it's right up your street. I went to, again, a Monday night GCG, and I absolutely hated it. I <laughs> could not <laughs> wait to leave. Um, I was actually on court with Aldred, and he'll hate me for this, but he, he shouted at me, and I was like, well, I'm not coming back. <laughs> um, but then um, I've, I ran into a couple of girls that I used to dance with on um, playing dodgeball as well, so I kind of went back just to see them and catch up, and as I played more, I started to enjoy it more. Um, so you, you hated it the first time? Absolutely hated it. <laughs> couldn't throw a ball, nothing was on target, couldn't catch anything, got hit. Oh, yeah, I despised it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I hated it, but you kind of reminded me of, uh, like, the first game and a half of me and Kanek, so it definitely is <laughs> definitely a learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, felt, I felt good, like, after. I'll say a game and a half into uh, yeah, game and a half into the group stages. I was like, all right, I, I can get a grip on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what would you guys say? Like, well, I mean, you, you said you hated it right off the bat. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> what what helped you um, when when uh, when you over to to play? It was your friends that were dancing. Did they play before you or? Yeah, so the girls had just started not long before I joined. So quite a lot of the girls that I used to dance with were there so that it was nice to have some friends or some pals that were already there 
and then I don't know I just I got slowly a little bit better at it and made a couple of cheeky catches which always makes you feel good um <laughs> yeah and then just slowly but surely it became life <laughs> as we say in the states uh ball is life so yeah. definitely, ball, ball definitely translates <laughs> um so you guys have started playing a gcg you guys mm -hmm. um how long did it take for you guys to have a uh, first tournament with you guys on the same team. you guys join? Yeah, well, yeah, on the same team. Uh, so, well, I guess there was, there was never, like, a mixed team, like, in GCG, if that makes sense. It was always just, like, men's and girls or whatever. Yeah. But we, we did, there was, like, a, it was, like, a mixed, we had, like, a kind of fun, uh, this has been, like, 2018, I think, like, a fun kind of tournament um, made. Like, there was, like, six captains or whatever, and it was just, like, or, like, you could... If you wanted to be, you could be a captain and you just went out and asked people to pick, you know, to play for your team. Uh, and the, the only rule was, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, try and get people from all kind of levels of play. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So it was very mixed. Um, in that first tournament, I also, I, well, I picked like a whole range of people from all, all over, but I also picked Holly as well. <laughs> and um, in that tournament, my, my our team was called Frieza My Balls Off, which is a... Uh, <laughs> Kind of a, a couple of uh, mixtures of things, but we had like a, it was a Dragon Ball Z uh, related team, so we, nice. uh, we we got like T-shirts and stuff and everything for our team, so it was good. <laughs> I um, didn't understand the reference. Yeah, she, I didn't understand T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty sure you, you probably already heard it, but I'm gonna explain it. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top five animes of all time. Um, Pretty much anyone who's started martial arts is because of that show alone. Uh, I know for me, that's also been an inspiration. Um, I also joke that I'm like the Goku of uh, dodgeball because I always like to test myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's the reference there, Holly. Yeah. Uh, so you drafted Holly in, in this like funzy type of tournament? Yeah, 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 for sure. And what was the first uh, like... Because I, I know you guys say you don't have like a mixed squad or a dedicated mixed squad. What was the first tournament you guys traveled to uh, together? And how was that experience like watching each other play rather than playing together? Um, I don't know when that would have been then. Um, yeah, I'm not sure actually. Because I guess, I mean, I guess we've seen each other at the the first league in 2017. But obviously, like I was still new in 2017. I guess so were you. So like, it wasn't really what it was like more trying to like you know what i mean get grips with the game still so it wasn't like watching other people and how good they were it was like more like you know i'm terrible so i need to focus on what i'm doing here now you guys kind of started around the same time give or take yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> and um so holly how, how did you feel about being picked on the dragon ball z team i know you say you didn't understand the reference but how was that experience like getting picked on uh a team that Graham asked you on? Yeah, I, I was quite happy with it. I didn't think I'd get picked for any team, so I was just happy to be asked. But then a, a couple of days after, a couple of other gals asked me. So then I felt bad that I couldn't be on, like, a girls' team. But <laughs> at the same time, it's nice to have a, a bit of a difference because I, I played for the GCG ladies in a couple of tournaments and just wanted to play on a mixed team, see how that is. And I think later on that year, or was it that year that we were in Highlanders? So Yeah, I think the, so possibility for playing in a mixed team for your home nation was 
getting more and more real. So I want to see what it was like and how it differs to a gender specific game. Oh, so you guys made uh, your debuts on the Highlanders together or around the same time? We, I think it was the same. So in 2017, at the end of 2017 was like the first, well, not the first trial, but the first trial for us. And in 2017, we both got into the academy together. And then we weren't really picked for anything over that year. It was just like we were in the academy, you know, we were at the Scottish Highlanders training for that year. And then the following year, we were both picked for uh, the home nations teams. Well, we were both picked for the mixed B team, obviously, but Holly was picked for the girls A and I was picked for the men's B. That was like the home nations league. So that was against, was it Wales, England and Northern Ireland? Mm. Uh, and then we were both picked for Euros 2019, which uh, that's probably the best thing I've ever done in my life, I think. So, yeah. Was that the one in uh, Italy? No, that no. was the one in. I know we, we missed that one. We missed the one in Italy and we got the great one in Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, so we, just, we didn't get to travel far. No, just down the road, really. <laughs> but, um, it was a Euros nonetheless. And uh, mm. yeah. It was good. It was great. Actually, it was great. Actually, so <laughs> yeah, I, I always mix up what, especially since the pandemic started, like which one happened first, Italy or Newcastle? So yeah, um, but yeah, it, I mean, I've been watching the Euro since like 2014, 2015. So <laughs> it, to me, at this point, it's all been a blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, Holly, you said that uh, you've been playing ma mainly on like. Uh, female dedicated teams how is it like playing mixed for Scotland and playing alongside Graham um I think a mixed team is a lot harder for me because from the girls you're kind of looking for them to be those solid catchers and that is not how I play unfortunately I I'm a trier I try really hard but I'm just not a catchy player I'm dodgy and I've I've got an all right throw so it's a very different game for me like looking for those catches that you can make and those rebound catches and just being more responsive and not being at the wing all the time whereas normally if I just play a girls match I'm normally a, a winger and what about you Graham uh yeah how do you I, feel like playing on the mixed I actually I, I like the mix it's just again different dynamic uh of a gameplay you know what I mean and like Holly was saying, also the girls are there to catch. And then I, I'm usually a middle player. So I actually get maybe sometimes pushed out into the, the, the edges when playing a mixed. But um, it, it, it is just like a different game as well. At, you know, at like the kind of Scottish or like a international level, it is just so much. There's a, you know, it's a like a lot more tactics. Yeah, a lot more thinking, which is, it's nice. It's like nice, you know what I mean? Instead of just, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, just big arms all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, in some cases. So. <laughs> so after Newcastle, um, you guys had like obviously a great experience on mix, mm -hmm. and um, you guys took that with you to Granite City. Uh, did you guys both find uh, together that your play elevated from then, having uh, that experience? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Uh, like I feel like whatever I've done, like in my journey of dodgeball, I've always been. You know, the, the, the knowledge I've been getting and the experience I've been getting has always been, uh, you know, pushing myself higher and higher. And, I, like, I can feel myself, you know what I mean, always learning no matter what. So, 
So you kind of you, you definitely leveled up from uh, Newcastle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. It's a completely different game when you're playing against like the best out of a country. So you do have to push yourself a bit more. And you and I think we travelled back from Newcastle on Monday morning, and we were at training on Monday night, just because we were still so high from the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know you said Holly that you um, you you kind of like try to catch, and you kind of jokingly I think you called yourself a tryhard with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> how how encouraging? And I can honestly say that um, when I recall I've seen you play, like you. I mean, obviously there was no mix in Canik, but uh, yeah. you, you seem very pretty level-headed. You never seem too high, too low. So uh, I want to ask, like, how how encouraging is uh, Graham when you have your slumps? Oh yeah, he is actually very supportive <laughs> and very encouraging. Um, I'm just a wind up on court, so I just kind of if I'm not having fun, I think that's kind of my priority when I'm playing yeah I want to get better but if I'm not having fun I'm I'm just not going to play <laughs> but yeah he is he's very supportive and um tells me when I do something well which is nice because I'm probably my hardest critic as well I could definitely I can definitely agree because uh I, I I would I, I definitely recalled several times where I was my own harshest critic and mm. I recalled several times where I fumbled catches I would have normally made so, but I can, I can honestly say that not just you guys, but the whole group, the whole culture of you guys, you guys just are very encouraging, very uplifting. So it, it's good to hear that uh, Graham is also a part of that as well, outside of just being a jokester. <laughs> I mean, I try. I try. Well, don't try too hard. I mean, stay on brand, but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stay, stay on brand, because if anything uh, I learned from Aldred is that uh, outside of being pretty competitive, you guys are also uh, a car full of jokesters. So. Mm. Yeah, he, he yeah, did, definitely. He definitely shared with me a few funny stories, uh, and I'll definitely <laughs> relay those off camera. Uh, <laughs> so we've talked about a bit about dodgeball. Let's talk about uh, you guys individually or shared. Um, you guys have any hobbies you guys uh, share or do separately outside of the sport? Um. Start with uh, Graham. Yeah, so, well, I don't do them as much now just because it's kind of, like, I mean, it is, again, just to say with the pandemic and stuff, kind of everything stopped. But I did used to play, like, basketball, football and stuff like that. But that was just as a, you know, more more exercise, more sports to play sort of thing. Um, and I guess the both both of us do kind of obviously game a lot, you know what I mean, together. So that's good. And well, Holly? Yeah, pre-dodgeball, I was really into dancing and cheerleading. So I went over to Florida to compete in the World Championships a couple of times with oh, Abbey wow. Cheer and Dance Company. Yeah, so I'm quite a competitive person just in general. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what kind of dance? Ballet or? No, it was jazz. So oh, we wow. our competition was um, in Epcot, the big theme park in Florida. Wait, what was the name of the park in Florida? Epcot. Epcot? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, do you know where in Florida that would have been? Um, it's Orlando. Oh, wow. Okay. I've, I've never yeah, been to so Orlando. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the... Um, you know how you get, like, Animal Kingdom and the rest of them. It's one yeah. of those. And we went for a week of the year and competed against ugh, people from all over. 
really great experience. <laughs> um, wow, uh, I didn't know you, I mean, you pretty much narrowed it down right there, uh, competitive person and to, to travel to a different country to do something. I mean, that sounds very familiar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a lifetime ago now. I feel like I was, I was a lot younger. <laughs> Well, both of you guys are younger than me, so that's not that's not going too far. Uh, you guys mentioned you uh, you kind of hinted at it before, but you guys uh, game together, and I wanted to at least share with the audience. Um, you guys started a Twitch channel last year, I want to say, right? Uh, uh, well, it's kind of started this year. Uh, yeah, it's about six months now. Yeah. So, oh. Uh, that yeah, so long. About, <laughs> that long. yeah so it's about the start of the year yeah so roughly a year and i can say I, i've caught a few streams and you guys are pretty fun you guys are pretty fun <laughs> to watch um i'm definitely into mario kart so you guys had me hooked right away Good stuff, uh, for the people who are listening the uh twitch handle is heartless neo and sometimes you get to see graeme in cosplay as Prince, <laughs> princess peach uh, playing Mario Kart. So uh, let's talk about that. Uh, what inspired the, uh, the, the inst uh, I almost said Instagram, the uh, Twitch handle? Is that uh, a nickname you've always had or? So I was actually, this is just like my name on like most gaming things, like my Xbox name or whatever as well. And just names in general. It was always like related to like Neo Shadow or Heartless or whatever. And that actually comes from a game called Kingdom Hearts. Oh, so wow. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, because Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game, like 1, 2, and 3 now just came out not that long ago. Well, I don't know the date anyway, but it's all related from that, and it's always just, it's just stuck with me, and it's just been, I've just used it on everything, so yeah, that's kind of just where it kind of breeded into Heartless Neo, so. Okay, um, well, one, I definitely got to say you got more cool points for me to start. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite classic games growing up. Uh, yeah, well, I actually thought it was a uh, reference to uh, the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Neo. Well, it yeah, so it does start with that, like Neo Shadow, and then like the thing is, you, in Kingdom Hearts, also there's Heartless called Neo Shadows as well. So it kind of, yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of layers to it. And <laughs> uh, wow, it definitely is because I did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> so, um, does Holly help you with the cosplay choices while playing, or how did that idea start? <laughs> she did no, not know. Do, you, do you know what? It wasn't even me. It, that came it wasn't Holly. It. You know who it was? It was Pete Watt, actually. So, back at back when we start, when I started off, you know what I mean? There's like always like in your community, it's always like good to set goals and stuff and funny things, you know what I mean? Just to get people interactive with it and stuff like that. So, it kind of, well. To go back even a bit further, the first kind of one was like to, to wax my leg. So that happened as well, which uh, I enjoyed it. Holly enjoyed it because she was inflicting pain. But um, yeah, so the, the kind of next goal was um, to dress up. And I did say, well, I actually I speed run Super Mario Odyssey. So I was like, oh, I'll dress up as Mario. And then um, Pete, Pete then messages in and be like, you know, it'd be better if you did it as Peach. And I was like, oh, well, fine. If we, if we reach this, well, I'll do it as Peach. And then we did reach it. So then Peach costume was bought, wig was bought. And then here I am now every so often I'll have a Peach costume on. <laughs> so, yeah. So wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, so Holly made you get your leg waxed? Is that what I heard? 
I did not make him do anything. <laughs> she, she didn't make it. She she did the leg walk thing. So it was like my idea. I was just supporting him. She was, yeah. <laughs> okay, I know, I know we don't have the camera on, but that sounded like a little bit of arm twisting on her end. <laughs> <laughs> no. You just love the torture, huh, Holly? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I was really concerned at, at one point. Really concerned. Yeah. Really concerned. <laughs> At, at one point. Like, yeah. after the laughter, she was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> after the laughter, she was concerned. So she had to get her laugh in, for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Of course. <laughs> so, um, let's, let's, let's plug in your channel. So, how often do you stream? When do you stream? Uh, and uh, we already determined the handle. Is it Heartless Neo? So, let's, yeah. let's kind of give you that platform to kind of say, hey, you know. Um, cool. streaming every Monday or whatever the case is? Yeah, so um, I'm actually working on, well, I, regularly I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, I am going to try and start doing Mondays and Wednesdays, but that'll just be basically, you know, the dodgeball night. So I'm trying to get that sorted, you know, for like a live stream of the dodgeball um, training. That's pretty cool. Um and on Sundays, I usually, it's, it's all from 8pm GMT, should I say, actually. Um, and on Sundays, it's usually a scary game I play. So basically, Sunday's probably the best one to watch me scream like a little girl. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's definitely, uh, I, I noticed that, I want to say a month or two ago, I'm like, what is he, what is he wearing? He's having fun with it, but what's going on here? <laughs> uh all right don't, so, don't question it sergio don't question it just enjoy it okay oh i enjoy it i mean i'm at the point now where i've known not just you guys but just a bunch of you guys so much that i'm like it's them <laughs> <laughs> like we'll just ride this wave and see where it goes yeah. um <laughs> all right so let's talk about um dodgeball again so do you guys have any pregame rituals um whether separately or together uh, you guys do to prep for a game or a tournament um i don't know i, I don't really have anything i do if i'm honest I, I, was, I was trying to think of there's anything i do you know before like a, a a good game or whatever like a tough match knowing what i do and i, I don't really i, I kind of just like you know keep to myself i think it could be i guess a ritual i kind of keep to myself kind of focus myself but yeah other than that kind of nothing nothing unique however <laughs> Holly, what do you do, Holly? I no, my my best friend who I used to dance with. She, um, she's horrifically superstitious, and she had so many things. And I was like, oh, I'm never gonna get that. But then when I trialed, I was wearing a pair of underwear, and then I didn't wear them for next training, and I played like absolute rubbish. And I wore them for the training after, and I played quite well. And I just I started thinking that they might be lucky. So I have a pair of lucky underwear. <laughs> um, I mean, we all... There's <laughs> not a pre-game ritual or anything. It's just Graham really wanted to talk about it, apparently. I didn't want to talk about it. You just, you, you mentioned it. And I was like, well, I didn't know about this. So... <laughs> um. I could I could definitely feel the energy over there, and I could tell Grim is just trying so hard not to laugh into the mic. Yeah. Uh, 
but I, I I get you. Only for me, it'd be like a lucky jersey, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about any like music? I know Graham says he doesn't really do much. Uh, is there any like music you like to listen to before a big tournament? Um, like- it, it depends. If we're traveling down, we normally do like a, a gal bus or girls bus, and um, the tunes are pretty. <laughs> pretty varied uh we've got lots of girls who like lots of different stuff but um we like belter by jerry cinnamon that's a good scottish tune flower of scotland always plays makes an appearance loch lomond um ganja man is normally in there as well which is a very good song so yeah just a, a plethora of tunes <laughs> so you mainly travel with uh the women on your team normally yeah and we like to get um just rent a bus for a tournament and see what carnage we can get up to. <laughs> I feel like that's the theme with the team over there. You guys just like to, regardless of who are you traveling with, it's always about the carnage you cause along the way versus the destination itself. Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't have picked a better team to land on. Um, <laughs> so um, we'll get into the crowdsource questions, and there's quite a few to go over. Um, so Dan Chamberlain uh, from Arizona, good friend of mine, good friend of the podcast. He has several questions. So, what's cool. Scotland or uh, what is Scotland dodgeball like? So, kind of give us a rundown of what the scene is over there um, from male and female perspective. Uh, okay, so I think a general kind of look at Scotland dodgeball is it is very. It's kind of in its infancy stage. Yeah, it is still, even though it's been going on since. 2014 did GCG bring up? I don't know. I, I'm not sure actually. Should maybe check that. Um, but it's still it's still quite quite low in Scotland. Like if you compare it to England, where they have like three leagues or whatever, mm-hmm. we're still quite you know one league, and then it's it's very it is still very young in Scotland. I feel if that makes sense. Um, a really good community, but a yeah. very young community that doesn't have the same kind of level of play. Yeah, definitely. And we're kind of the the the. the uh, I, I know there's an Edinburgh team, Edinburgh team now. Sorry, I should manage to speak. Um, but it was mainly like Aberdeenshire based, with like more like I guess all the teams being in Aberdeenshire. So it's mm-hmm. good that it's starting to get a bit wider. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, in a couple like maybe next year or whatever, more teams will start coming up. It'll get pushed a bit more after you know everything's back to kind of more normal. I guess I want to say. Um, and there's a surge in the junior teams now. Yeah, which ju- is yeah, that's that's a big thing as well. I think the junior teams. I think we've got. I mean, we've got quite a lot of junior teams mm-hmm. in Scotland now. Yeah. So nice. Um, how yeah. how would you say, uh, Holly? Uh, we kind of didn't touch on it, but I wanted to ask. Um, how's it like as far as like uh, female players? Is it growing? Is it kind of steady or? Um, excluding the pandemic. Fun. Uh, yeah, excluding the pandemic, um, yeah. it swings and roundabouts really. It's um, some because we have a dedicated ladies' night for GCG just because I mean it is better to play with your own gender sometimes. So yeah, it's always a good laugh at the GCG ladies, and we're working on slightly different skills because it's a slightly different game to the men's game. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of peaks for a bit and then we have a bit of a dip and then a big tournament will come up or a fun tournament or a charity event and you'll see the surge in the ladies again and it's a really good group of girls that all come together to play um 
but again we're kind of the same as the men's we're still quite a young sport there isn't that much competition um within Scotland at the moment and if we do go to competitions we're normally the only girls team so we're we are playing against other girls but it's in a mixed setting so a bit mm. different so hopefully once we get past this uh, we'll see more uh not just junior players but just more players in general across uh, Scotland yeah for sure it, I think it'd be the best thing just to kind of push it everywhere we can you know what I mean I, I, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I know from my experiences and my research, um, GCG definitely leads the way in that end. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys, just based on numbers I've researched, have the most uh, men and women representing Highlanders. So I'd like to think that you guys are inspiring a new generation to come up and compete against you guys. <laughs> so yeah, for be sure. on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, definitely. Second question, Dan asked, uh, primary ball type. So you guys primarily play with uh, cloth, but have you guys, have either of you guys tried foam yet? Um, we've not tried foam. Did we have a foam actually? We haven't had a tournament. We, no. we did it for training because one of our members um, got selected to try for Team GB. Yeah. So we had a, a, a night of foam, and that, again, is a completely different game. Yeah. I actually... I actually would like to play foam because I feel like it's more up my street in the terms of, you know, I mean, it's very jumpy and dodgy and not caring for your body and chucking it around, which I do in cloth. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I, I could say you're a little more carefree on that end. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely recall several games, especially one, I, I want to say it was against Bedford. They were Nottingham. They, Huh? Not Nottingham Sheriff. Oh no! Well, yeah. Okay. All right. All right never mind. Um, <laughs> I want to. I'm kind of mixing up, but you kind of just threw yourself like a rag doll, and you were yeah. able to get up. And I just yeah. kept thinking to myself, if I could do that <laughs> and not be in pain, <laughs> I'd be better off. <laughs> or maybe you are in pain. I don't know. I mean, I don't know I how mean, much painkillers you had. I, I I have enough to make myself feel numb. You know. <laughs> 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 that's where the heartlessness comes from um <laughs> all right so you like to play foam safe to assume i would i would definitely like to give it a, a proper try is that a shared sentiment among you guys or is that just mainly uh a graham thing i think a graham thing i think a graham i think yeah, no I, one I else wants to play foam with you <laughs> so i think i don't think you want to know not particularly it's just a completely different throwing style yeah so because uh, the under 11s for the juniors, they play foam. And even when I'm doing warm ups with them, like you can feel it's different muscles that you're using. So, yeah, it would need a lot of retraining. <laughs> well, uh, if there is a foam tournament out there in the next year, I'll definitely, you know, land and uh, show you guys a thing or two. <laughs> That'd be great. Good stuff. Uh, is that what sure. you play prim primarily? For me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, there, there was actually a moment, um, and I don't know, I know Craig uh, Vickers actually um, caught me in it, but might have been you guys, might have you guys might have seen it or not, but in between like the group stages, we're kind of like walking around or whatever, and there was this French team, and one of these guys had a foam ball, and they were kind of like throwing it or kind of like trying to throw it a little bit, and it kept like 
going two feet in front of them or like three feet over someone's head. And, you know, I, I didn't speak too much French, but they understood my English. And I showed them how to like really, really whip it. And one of them brought out like a cell phone and um, started videotaping like from my feet to <laughs> like trying oh, to break down my, my, my mechanics. And uh, I remember uh, Craig, uh, Craig Vickers, oh, shout yeah. out Craig. He, he was like, oh, now all of a sudden you're a rock star now, huh? You're getting people to film you. And I'm like, wow, um, that I did not see that coming. But you know what? I'm part of you guys, so I'm going to get the jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. Teach us a thing or two about film then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, last um, question from my homeboy, Dan. Um, your biggest competitor and rival country? um while traveling so he's asking individually so holly who would you say is your biggest uh rival team and nation uh you play against like the one team you prime yourself mentally for um i really enjoy because i know a lot of the gals on the team as well i really enjoy playing against wales so they've got a couple of girls who play quite similarly to me, and but they are far better catchers than I could ever hope to be. And I, I always kind of get myself hyped up for a game against them. So the Welsh Dragons, definitely. And the Welsh Female Dragons? Definitely. And in, what about on the... I'm sorry, there was just a Mustang speeding off in the background. <laughs> um, hello, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> and what about on the club level? Um, I suppose we quite like playing against Edinburgh just for a bit of a change, to be honest, because we see the same GCG faces every Monday at training. So it is nice when we have uh, a league that might be a little bit further afield and we get to play against different players. So, yeah, GCG ladies versus Edinburgh. Oh, so a little bit of a derby matchup then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what about you, Grim? Uh, so club level and uh, national. Okay, so international, um, I'd probably have to say England, just because, you know what I mean, you want to always beat England, don't you? So, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, England, they're a great team, obviously. They're, you know, they are better than us anyway, but you know what I mean, just doing something good against them always feels good anyway, so. Their yeah. national pride. <laughs> Yeah, a national pride. <laughs> it's always going to be a thing. But um, yeah, nah, it's just like to be the best, you got to beat the best. You know what I mean? So I respect that. And what about on the club level? On a club level, rivals, Nottingham Sheriff, hands down. <laughs> you, you just have a theme of picking on England, huh? <laughs> pretty, pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, okay. No, I can't go into too much details, really. Just uh, there's a lot of spice during that game. There's a lot of spice Ooh. in one game, and uh, was it Middlesbrough? I think it was a Middlesbrough, like just an open, open tournament thing, and yeah, just ever since that tournament against them, <laughs> there's been a lot of hatred building up. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'll definitely ask that uh, off camera. Uh, anytime spice is mentioned, I already know um, it's going to be something, something uh, worth. Huh? It's something GCG if spice is mentioned. Uh, anytime spice is mentioned and GCG, it's like, 
oh, we, let's explore this, but let me just hit stop before we continue. Um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, um, yeah, I definitely had a. Never mind. We'll we'll just get my moment. Um, <laughs> good friend of mine, uh, Scott, fellow Scottish national, um, living in England, Vicky. Uh, why is Scotland the best? Because we are the best. <laughs> <laughs> got the best beards we have the best we've got the best humor you know what i mean got the best spanner there'll, there'll never be a dull moment when you're hanging out with scotland you know what i mean so there's always that well you're you're not wrong um especially about the beards because uh i could say <laughs> when i was over there every one of you guys I think with the exception of Craig, you guys were all rocking solid beards. <laughs> and um, I also want to say uh, I'm 5'10", and I'm the shortest guy on there. Um, <laughs> you guys are like all behemoths over there, and I never felt so uh, overwhelmed. So <laughs> so some, coming from someone who plays basketball and relatively average height, yeah, you guys have all that going for you, so keep it up. Uh, <laughs> why do we have the nicest kit? I mean, it's so debatable. We we have we have nice kits. The gorilla's kit is a nice kit. Gorilla kit is a nice kit. And there's a lot of Highlanders kits that are nice. There are a lot of Highlander kits that are nice. <laughs> I think she was just referring to the Highlanders one. Um, she oh. never played for uh, GCG, did she? No, 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 no. I think she was Wolves, Wessex Wolves. Wessex Sorry. Wolves, yeah. 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 I didn't want to <laughs> get it wrong. Yeah, no, the Scotland, Scotland kit's nice. Um, I mean, we've only had we only had the most recent one. Yeah, so, so kind of the dark one. blue and the tartan. Yeah, the dark blue and tartan one. Can't go wrong with tartan, can you? <laughs> no, it's definitely a nice looking kit. Um, I definitely enjoy the GCG ones as well. Any color, really, it's just a solid brand. Um, she also asked, uh, "What is the Scottish league like, and where would you like for it to be in three years?" Um. So the okay, so the Scottish hopefully just trying to count up now, you know, teams starting up again. So we've got like two GCG teams, hopefully, an Edinburgh team, uh, uh Aberdeen team, and GCG ladies team, mm. two possibly. So we've got like six main teams, and that is kind of the league. So it is like we know very, very condensed. Uh we, I would like to get to a point where there's like just one big, like a, I, don't, I don't care about like having like so much leagues and different divisions and all that. I think just a big, a big league of 10 teams that have like, you know what I mean? There's always like GCG right now are always dominating the league in it. It's, it is a shame because it's like, well, if you don't join GCG, then you're not going to get any better. You know what I mean? So I would like to see. You know what I mean? Just teams coming out of somewhere and just committing to it. But I guess that, that needs help, obviously. But um, to, to get to the point where it's got like a good 10 teams in the league and it's just you don't know what could happen, you know what I mean? That that would be good, I would feel. That would be, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. So. A bit more variety and a bit more competition, really. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened with my mic there, but um, so pretty much you just want increased... Uh, Number of teams, not so much leagues, but an increased play level? Yeah, definitely. Like a bigger competition. Just like, as well as like, it is 
Aberdeen Shire base, let's be honest. And it, it would be good to have teams in like Glasgow, Dundee, yeah, and stuff like that. Just like I feel like it's not it's not been pushed out in other cities as well as it could be, but then it's it is also really hard to just start something from scratch that there's no one there that can take it, if you know what I mean. So Right. And it's just it'd be good. I I mean I don't know how we would do it. I don't know how it would it would work. I know we've got people that have moved to the likes of Glasgow and stuff, and I feel like some of them might start up stuff again, like start up a brand new team or just something to to get off. But again, it'll be it, it, in three years' time. It, I would like to just see more teams. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, would you share that same uh, sentiment, Holly? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely more gals of the sport and taking it more competitively too, just to give us a bit more, um, bit more competition, really. Yeah, because I guess I guess as well as our league is condensed into obviously it's ladies as well in it, where I think England have just a ladies yeah. league, don't they? Yeah. So. I mean, there is the opportunity to go down to opens, and um, but the travel is a bit more for us, so yeah. it would be nice to have it on our doorstep, really. Definitely. <laughs> Nice. Um, there's a beauty uh, in traveling that I like to say is um, it's pretty evident because you get to explore places, in my cases, you've never been to. Uh, but there's also a little bit of a drag that comes with that. So having yeah. something competitive on a local level would definitely be uh, more convenient, if anything, if the yeah, competition's like, there. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't want to be, you know, having to travel every week just to get more competition, you know what I mean? It'd be good if there was like a good base close to us, which I think we just, I've kind of just talked again what we just talked about, but. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't know who this is. I'm probably going to butcher their name, Care Little. Uh, Keir. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Keir Little ju just had like a little popcorn emoji. Like, he, oh, they want to hear this too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are they on uh, GCG or someone you both know? Uh, he, he's moved down. He's in the Edinburgh team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's definitely interested in that. <laughs> um, so safe to assume um, this has just definitely been a fun interview. Uh, I can honestly say my experience in Canik was only heightened by you guys, the culture you guys bring, um, the fun laughs we had, and overall just a true highlight uh, in 2020 where we didn't really have too many of those. Yeah, so, sure. But I also want to say um, thank you guys for being a part of this interview series and really just rolling along with it. And this is now where, this is now where uh, I get to hit you in the gut a little bit. So I'll ask you guys individually um, the legacy question. Uh, so starting with Holly, uh, how would you like to be remembered after you play your final game? Oh man, the legacy question. Um, <laughs> oh, how would I like to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered as a dodgy player. <laughs> a dodgy, slidey player. I think I'm remembered as someone who's um, always sliding about the back of the court like a seven-year-old at a party. So if I can keep that up when I'm playing in my... 30s, I think I'll be quite happy with that without a broken knee. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Grim? 
definitely been remembered as like the dodgiest, spiciest player on court. So I mean, I, I do that anyway. So I feel like be easy. <laughs> and, and probably the, in fact I get most remembered for the person most likely to be injured so would you like to break that or would you like to yeah I don't know would yeah. you would he like to break what another leg or are we talk <laughs> break the curse another of him being chin, injured another finger another chin another finger yeah <laughs> so much so much there's so much still to break that I'm gonna be fine you know I mean that's that's the thing um okay a little sidebar i'm not sure if you guys ever watched this show i know it was popular here in the states uh called jackass yes yeah so fun fact five years ago i actually got to meet johnny knoxville okay and your answer kind of reminded me of uh johnny knoxville because when i actually um i asked him a similar question not the legacy question but more so like how many bones have you broken and he was like, well, it's better off answering the ones that I haven't broken yet. So <laughs> your answer kind of took me back to when I <laughs> had a small chat with uh, Knoxville. So yeah. <laughs> so it's safe to assume you're the Johnny Knoxville in Scotland. I would definitely say so, yeah. <laughs> um, like maybe, maybe not in terms of, like, worst injuries, but definitely in terms of the quantity. if you could say, if, if someone would say who's injured, It'd be my name coming up. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, you and then, unfortunately, Craig before I got there. So Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that question, the legacy question, is always a heart, heart gut, uh, a heart punch, and it always hits you in the gut every time. Um, <laughs> for me, it's hit me more and more in the gut asking these people or asking people uh, that question, but I can honestly say with you, Holly, um, whether you're a tryhard, as you would proclaim, or I would consider you a solid staple in the GCG women's uh, team. Um, A lot of people may look to Tate, may look to Scone, but a lot of people can overlook you. You know, you're someone who tries hard, has fun, and has a nature of being competitive. So I like to say, keep that up. You're going to be inspiring a lot more women and other players uh, locally and abroad. Uh, Thanks, Serge. (laughs) Grim. what can I say about you, man? You're definitely someone who I like to share a drink or two at a local pub. Uh, oh, you right. definitely are someone who provides many laughs, and you've joined a team that, I, how else can I say it? It fits you personally. It, it fits you like a glove. Um, yeah. Keep up the stream. Keep up the funny laughs. Try not to break any more bones. <laughs> You'll never realize how that quickly that ages you. And... Um, <laughs> Really, really represent uh, Scotland and GCG because wh- whether you realize it or not, you're leaving uh, a, a solid impression and hopefully not a final game coming anytime soon. But if it were to happen, you've definitely left a solid impression with me as well as the team as a whole. So I want to thank you for that. No, thank you as well. No, that's good, kind words. Always taken. <laughs> Yeah, so whenever I ask the legacy question, I always uh, impart what the leg- what legacy you guys left with me. So it's not too much of a punch in the gut. It's more like a punch in the gut plus a solid uh, feel-good moment after. Plus a cuddle. Plus a cuddle. <laughs> punch in a cuddle. A pint in a kettle? A punch in a cuddle. Oh, punch in the cuddle. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to be calling Grim anytime soon. <laughs> uh, um, so I before we wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone hears this, they can clearly tell how much fun we're having. And um, yeah, <laughs> we could definitely go on and on about that. Uh, so any shout outs uh, you guys like to give? Um, if I'm honest, I mean, I also want to give a shout out to everyone at GCG who's helped me. Uh, I mainly want to give, give a shout out to Aldred and John. I think I've learned the most from them. So I wouldn't be as a player as I am without them. So. Yeah. What about um, you, Holly? I'd like, I'd like to give a wee shout out to Lindsay Ann, so LA, or sometimes known as Lesbian Redcap. I mean, she goes by many names. Um, <laughs> she was a free, she still is a solid player, but unfortunately recovering from a huge knee operation. But um, she was one of the players that inspired me to keep coming back and keep getting better. Nice. I mean, it's all nice to help grow the game. And if anything, I can say um, with this interview, and this is this is my epilogue to the to the listener. Um, if anything, I can provide uh, as far as what this interview was about. It brought these people together, and they didn't start dodgeball together, but they're continuing together. A lot of us develop close friendships. A lot of us develop tight bonds, and some of us find our partners and. What brought us together is going to be an interview series that I hope to continue with season five, along with interview individual players and recaps as the world opens up. So personally, I'd like to thank them and I'd like to thank GCG because they always seem to produce solid people. And from Grimm's perspective, a lot of jokes. So <laughs> with that, and that was my interview with Holly and Grimm. Uh, thank you guys so much for hopping on and sharing with us your stories as they started individually, but intertwined together. Um, as I said in the intro, I, I hope to do more of these interviews uh, simply because I want to highlight a different impact that Dodgeball has given uh, some, some of us and kind of help sell the sport and that it can definitely give you a, give your life a solid and positive twist. So, um, as I look to expand my reach and get new countries on board, um, as far as interviews go, my next episode will be with Joe DeFuria as he hosts what I would think would be the first tournament in the West Coast in over 15 months and give you guys an idea how that went. So um, if you've listened up until this point, thank you so much and uh, have a wonderful day.